Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. WBUR Podcasts. Boston. Have you ever gotten into an argument? It's natural to disagree with others from time to time and get into quarrels and quibbles. But we're about to meet two characters whose constant arguing leads to such a falling out, such a fight, such a dust-up. They're never the same again. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Dust Up. It was inspired by tales told in many African countries, including Angola, Kenya, and Namibia. Some really great people came together to bring you our version of this tale, including real-life husband and wife Louis Ozawa and Jackie Chung. Louis Ozawa stars in Amazon's hit series Hunter, as well as Pachinko on Apple TV. Up next, he'll appear in the fourth season of Jack Ryan on Amazon. Jackie Chung stars in The Summer I Turned Pretty on Amazon, as well as Wayne Wang's latest feature film, Coming Home Again. So, circle around, everyone, for The Dust Up. Way, way back, long before people came about, the world was roamed and ruled by animals. But back then, not all of the animals looked the way they do now. Baboon, for instance, had a furry bottom, and Zebra had hair that was as white as milk, from the tip of her muzzle to the end of her swishy tail. Wait a second, wait a second. What kind of monkey business is this? Are you saying something's going to happen to my furry bottom? And what about my milky white hair? It's my pride and joy. Are you saying it's going to change somehow? Well, yes. That's what this story is all about. Baboon, you'll eventually have a bottom that's completely hairless. (gasps) I will? You will. And Zebra, your pure white hair will eventually be white and black. Striped, actually. (gasps) It will? It will. I gotta say, having a naked bottom sounds horrible. A real bum deal. (laughs) Get it? Bum deal? Bum, as in backside? Very funny, baboon. But losing my pure white coat sounds even worse. At least you won't have a bald spot. But stripes sounds so tacky. I would take stripes any day over a naked derriere. Um, baboon, zebra, with all due respect, can we please get on with our story? All right. Fine. But only if my character has a bigger part. Your character? All that happens to you is your hair color changes. I lose my hair. The hair on my booty gets the boot. Ha! Get it? Booty? Boot? Oh, yeah. We we, we get it. Uh, But can we focus, please? I need both of you to pay attention, follow along with the story, and we'll hear what happens. So, it all began one summer. When the rains ceased to fall and a drought spread across the land, 
Deep cracks appeared where the rivers, streams, and watering holes once glittered. The animals began to worry. And after weeks of nonstop heat, the king of the animals, Lion, called everyone together for an emergency meeting. My friends, as this drought rages on, the rivers, streams, and watering holes are drying up one by one. We need water to survive. Do any of you know how we might find some? Lion glanced around at his friends, then tilted his great shaggy head toward Giraffe. Giraffe, your long, graceful neck allows you to see far and wide. Have you spotted water anywhere? I'm afraid I haven't, Lion, but I'll keep looking. I appreciate that, Giraffe. Has anyone else seen water anywhere? Lion's golden eyes roved the group before landing on bushy little Meerkat. Meerkat? You have dozens of critters in your family. Have any of you come across some water? Sorry, Lion, but our mob spends most of our time burrowing underground. And we haven't found any water there. Right, right. Of course. Anyone else? Lion pointed a paw at Cheetah. Cheetah, you're constantly sprinting across the plains with those fast legs of yours. By any chance, have you found some water? I wish I could say yes, Lion, but so far, nothing. Uh, all right, then. Anyone else? Anyone? Lion waited for a response. He waited and waited, then he fixed his bright eyes on Zebra. Zebra, we haven't heard from you yet. Have you come across any water during your travels across the plains? Uh, zebra? Oh, is it my turn now? Yes, Zebra, it is. Don't you remember what the narrator said about following along with a story? Were you not paying attention before? I was totally paying attention, baboon. Well, obviously you weren't. Come on, you two. The story has barely begun. So, Zebra, can you move things along here, please? Sure. Um, where were we again? I asked if you had come across any water during your travels around the plains. Oh, right, water. Actually, Lion, I haven't come across any water. But you know what I have come across? Mile after mile of sun-baked earth. And with every step I take, big clouds of Dust coat my sparkling white fur with schmutz. Look at me. I'm a mess. I'm sorry to hear that, Zebra. It's dangerously dry out there, which is why we need water, and we need it fast. Lion sighed and slumped his shoulders. Then his glance fell on Baboon. Baboon, you've been awfully quiet. For once. Zebra... Sorry. So, Baboon, have you found any water? Have I found any water? You ask, have I found any water? Lion, I haven't had a drink in so long. My throat is drier than this meeting. <laughs> Get it? Dry? Like boring? This meeting is so dry and boring? That joke was so funny, I forgot to laugh. Friends, please, 
This is a serious situation. We animals need water if we're going to survive. So here's what I propose. We set off across the plains together. And we search high and low for a river, stream, or watering hole. After all, many pairs of eyes are better than one. What do you say? That plan works for me, Lion. Me too. Me three. Thank you, Giraffe, Meerkat, and Cheetah. But we haven't heard from everyone. Zebra, Baboon, what do you think? Well, to be perfectly honest... Trekking across the dusty plains beneath a blazing sun and getting my fur all dingy doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun, you know? Of course it doesn't sound like fun, Zebra. But you heard what Lion said. This is a matter of life and death. Without any water, what are we gonna do? Ah, get it? What are water? <laughs> I crack me up. All right, fine, Lion. You can count me in. But wouldn't it be better if we didn't all travel together? We could cover more ground if we separated and spread out. That's a good point, Zebra. How about if we travel in pairs? Couples. Two animals will walk together and keep their eyes peeled. I'll travel with Giraffe. Meerkat will travel with Cheetah. And Zebra, you'll travel with Baboon. Wait, what? You're making me scour the plains with that wisecracker? Oh, so you think I'm wise, do you? Thank you very much. Ugh, that's not what I meant. All right, friends. Now there's no time to waste. Let's all couple up and head out in different directions. The first pair to find a river stream or watering hole will light a fire and send up a smoke signal. Then the others can hurry over and get a drink. So grab your partners, and let's go! What do you think will happen as the animals search for water? And will Baboon be the hero who saves the day? You mean, will Zebra be the hero who saves the day? But you won't. How do you know that? I just do. And will Zebra and Baboon finally get along? Or at least let us finish the story? Why are you so impossible? We'll find out after a quick break. But I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. Yes, you are. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? 
It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Dust Up. Before the break, a drought was raging. And Zebra and Baboon got paired up to... You mean Baboon and Zebra? I still think I should have the bigger part in this story, so my name should go before Zebra's. Nuh-uh. My name should go before Baboon's. It should not. Come on. I totally deserve top billing. In your dreams. Okay, Baboon. Zebra. I think you mean Zebra, Baboon. Does it really matter? The point is, we just got back from the break, which means we've left our listeners hanging in suspense, which means we really need to get on with our story. So, as I was saying, before the break, a drought was raging, and all the animals got paired up to find water. Whichever pair tracked down a river, stream, or watering hole first was to light a fire and send up a smoke signal. Lion and giraffe went one way. Meerkat and cheetah went another way. And snowy-haired zebra and furry-bottomed baboon went yet another way as they trekked across the dry and dusty plains. They trekked. (sighs) 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 And they trekked. (sighs) (sighs) Until finally... Wait a minute. What is that? Could it be? Water! Indeed, sparkling and shimmering before them was a crystal clear watering hole. I'm so parched. I have got to take a drink. Not so fast, baboon. We have to light a fire so we can send up a smoke signal and alert the others. Oh, right. Fine. The pair got to work collecting stones and setting them in a circle beside the watering hole. Then they gathered wooden sticks, placed them inside the circle of stones, and set the sticks ablaze. Okay, now that the fire is lit, I'm having a drink. Why should you get the first drink? We spotted this watering hole together. Maybe so. But look at me. I deserve the first drink far more than you do. After all, with this heavy fur covering my body, I'm schwitzing over here. Well, I'm schwitzing too. I may not have fur, but I have hair. Hair, by the way, which used to be snowy white before it got all dingy from the dust. Ooh, boo-hoo. Your pure white coat got a little bit dirty. You poor thing. All I'm saying is, maybe I deserve the first drink. And maybe I do. Well, as you can imagine, this bickering went on and on. Until at last, Zebra flared her nostrils and stamped her hoof. Baboon? I think there's only one way to settle this argument. Baboon hunched his shoulders and puffed his chest. For once, 
I agree with you, Zebra. You ready to rumble? Ready as I'll ever be. Now, I think it's pretty clear that there wasn't just one way to settle this argument. Baboon and Zebra could have talked out their problem. They could have worked out a solution like, say, taking the first drink together, then taking turns until the other animals arrived. In short, they could have used their words. But instead... All right, Zebra. Ready or not, here I come. They used their might and began to wrestle. It's no use, Zebra. I'll make sure you never drink from my watering hole. Your watering hole? We'll see about that. As Zebra and Baboon began to tussle and tumble, the other animals came scurrying over. Zebra and Baboon, we saw your smoke signal. It's so great that the two of you found... Oh, boy. What is going on here? Oh, it looks like a wrestling match. What a ruckus. Baboon, Zebra, stop this fighting at once. No way, Lion. I won't stop until Zebra lets me have the first drink at this watering hole that I found. And I won't stop until Baboon lets me have the first drink at this watering hole that I found. But as Baboon and Zebra continued their wrangling and tangling, they couldn't help but grow wearier and wearier and wearier until Zebra gritted her teeth, took a big breath, then extended her hind legs in a kick. A kick so powerful, it sent Baboon sailing through the air. He sailed higher and higher until he came back down again and landed right on his furry rump. Zebra, meanwhile, was all out of breath and all out of balance. She stumbled on her wobbly legs and toppled backwards right into the fire. The other animals rushed to Zebra's aid. Uh, Okay, Zebra, listen up. We want you to stop, drop, and roll. So she did. But even after the flames were out, something was left behind. The sizzling hot sticks had singed long black stripes all over Zebra's body, from the tip of her muzzle to the end of her swishy tail. Oh, so that's how I finally earned my stripes. Who knew? Baboon, meanwhile, was slowly staggering to his feet. But as he dusted off his furry body, he noticed something was different. His rear end was bare. When his rump had landed on the ground, the shaggy fur had torn right off. Boy, oh boy, I've heard of hitting rock bottom. I guess this is the part where I hit bare bottom. Get it? And so... Thanks to Zebra and Baboon's big dust-up, they finally paid the price for their quarreling and quibbling. Zebra lost her beloved white hair, Baboon lost his furry bottom, and they've never been the same since. Wait a second, wait a second! You're not going to end the story there, are you? Yeah, 
This whole paying the price thing? What a depressing way to wrap things up. Well, it's nice to see you two agreeing on something for a change. But actually, there is one thing we could add. Something far less depressing. Because, believe it or not, your black and white stripes, zebra, and your bare bottom baboon, they might not be the worst things to have. Zebra, some scientists say that your stripes help keep you from overheating. The black stripes absorb more heat from the sun than the white ones do, so they create these mini breezes that blow across your body like a built-in air conditioner. Cool! Literally. And baboon, since members of your species sit on their rumps so much, instead of squatting like other monkeys do, your bare bottom helps keep you comfy. The skin is padded, and it doesn't have any nerve endings, so it's like a natural cushion. Huh. What do you know? So, as long as the two of you can get along from now on, everybody wins, and you're both better off in the end. Well, it's more like Baboon is bearer off in the end. <laughs> get it? Bearer? Like bear? His rear end is bare? Actually, <laughs> that's pretty funny, Zebra. Nicely done. Well, I learned from the best. You really mean that? Or are you trying to make a monkey out of me? I'm serious, baboon. I'm starting to like horsing around with you. Don't you mean monkeying around? Does it really need to be that black and white? Oh, Zebra, your humor is of a different stripe. Well, I don't mean to get on a high horse, but I guess I am pretty funny. If you're not funny, then I'm a monkey's uncle. <laughs> now it's your turn. For generations, people used their imaginations to create stories about why different animals are the way they are. So why not use your imagination to create a story of your own? Pick an animal, any animal, and make up a story to explain why your animal looks, acts, or sounds the way it does today. For instance, why do camels have humps? Why are rabbits so skittish? And why do mice squeak? Get some paper and divide it into squares. Then in each square, draw a scene from your story, start to finish. This method is what people in movies and TV call a storyboard. Once your storyboard is complete, show it to a grown-up as you tell them your tale. And if you'd like, show it to us. Ask your grown-up to take a picture of you and your storyboard, then email it to circleround at wbur.org. This week's story, The Dust-Up, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white coloring page for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen. Grown-ups, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Coloring Pages. And while you're at wbur.org slash circle round, click the Books link to find our Circle Round picture books, adapted from some of your favorite episodes and featuring illustrations by artists from around the world. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Jessica Rao, Erica Rose, Jefferson A. Russell, Jackie Chung, and Louis Ozawa. 
Jackie Chung stars on Amazon's hit series, The Summer I Turned Pretty. Season two is dropping soon. Grown-ups, watch for Jackie and Wayne Wang's latest feature film, Coming Home Again. Louis Ozawa stars on Amazon's popular series, Hunters, as well as Apple TV's critically acclaimed series, Pachinko. Grown-ups, watch for Louis in the upcoming fourth season of Jack Ryan on Amazon. Our featured instruments this week were African shakers and drums. To learn more about these ancient percussion instruments and to see a photo of them, visit our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends about the show. It'll help us keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Edie and I live at London, England, and my favorite story is The Golden Flask, and my favorite bit is when the girl accidentally ends up in the crocodile's pit. Hi, my name is Dylan. I live in New York City. My favorite Circle Round is Chameleon Contest. I love when he looks all around and goes, Ooh, I need a clean back there. My name is Dean, and I'm from San Francisco, California. And my favorite circle round story is Tedelik the Frog. My favorite part is when Tedelik makes all the water come out of mouth and it fills up the oceans and lakes. My name is Penelope. I'm from Kansas City. My favorite story is the never-ending stories. <laughs> My favorite part is well, the big sister teaches the little sister a lesson that you can't keep stories off of yourself. My name is Soren, and I'm from Kansas City, and I like Lookalike Falls because I like the part when the queen says that there's no shortcut to wisdom. My name is Autumn, and I live in Massachusetts. My favorite circle round story is the porcupine's win, and I like the part when porcupine visits the king and tries to get the moon back to the queen. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single circle round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.